Today's episode was originally recorded in February 2022. You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hi everyone, this is Tony and welcome to another episode of the Pharmacy IT Me podcast. And today we have a very special guest, Dr. William Starnes on the podcast today to talk about his journey, his career path and what he's doing today. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, Billy. How are you doing today? I'm good, Tony. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, you know, just to, before we get started, like I, I met you through ASHP, through SOAPIT, and we've worked on the same work group. We really never really had like a one-on-one conversation. I'm really excited to kind of learn more about um, a lot of like your, your history and then how you got into the field today. But, you know, before we get into that, like, can you tell the listeners a little bit more about like uh, your, your early career and like just uh, generally about yourself? Sure. So I have been a pharmacist now for almost 30 years. Uh, I graduated from Mercer University's College of Pharmacy in Atlanta back in 1992. I had just a pretty standard uh, pharmacy education, I guess. And at the time, I wasn't even really sure what I wanted to do. When I graduated from pharmacy school, I went immediately into the Army and I served for 22 years as a medical service corps officer uh, with a with a specialty uh, in pharmacy. And so I worked in a variety of different uh, clinics and hospitals around the world in support of, uh, far, you know, Army Pharmacy Healthcare, Army Healthcare. And over the course of that career, I, you know, spent most of my time in leadership positions, kind of pharmacy operations where managing uh, lots of people and, and uh, you know, lots of drugs, lot you know, big, big budgets, uh, things like that. And so I sort of stumbled into um, automation and information technology on just out of necessity. Uh, I never had any formal training in it. Back in the day, back when we started in pharmacy school, the informatics pharmacist wasn't really a thing. It was, uh, you know, mostly focused on standard pharmacy practice and clinical pharmacy and things like that. So that's kind of my how I got started in the business. I see. I see. You know, like one of the things that I'm always interested to is like, uh, I, I always hear that there's, you know, pharmacists that would be uh, working in the, the army. Uh, I do hear that, you know, there's pharmacy admins also working in the army. I don't really know like the details of that. And I know this is not really the technology piece, but it is your history. And I, I do want to ask, um, like, what kind of like things did you do as a pharmacist in the U.S. Army? Is it still similar to what we kind of think about um, what pharmacists do? Or are there kind of like extra things that um, you would need to be responsible for because it's the U.S. Army? Well, the uh, I guess for the general listener, um, all branches of the military, the, the Navy, the Air Force, and the Army all have very robust pharmacy programs. Um, they hire and commission uh, officers to be pharmacists in those services. And our jobs uh, vary. One of the great things about, one of the things I liked about being in the military was just the the scope in which we could practice. There are residencies so that you can, if you're inclined to be more of a clinical pharmacist, you can do that. But more often than not, especially in the Army, they um, expect you to be a pharmacy leader right out of the gate. Um, so you are managing the pharmacy operation uh, either at a small scale or at a large scale, uh, hospital, medical center, things like that. Um, the other great thing about it is if, and is you get to be a soldier, and I kind of enjoy doing that too. So in addition to being 
a pharmacist. Um, you know, I participated in all the things that you would expect somebody in the Army to do when it came to staying physically fit, you know, managing and helping construct uh, hospitals to support uh, military operations around the world, you know, got to shoot weapons, uh, got to do that sort of thing. So it, it just was a, a lifestyle that uh, I was accustomed to. My dad was in the Army when I was a kid, so that's kind of what gave me some exposure to it. Um, and I chose pharmacy just because I enjoyed the, the medical side. I wanted to do something in the medical field. And when I found out I could be a pharmacist in the Army, um, I got to, you know, I just, I jumped at the chance because, uh, you know, it was somewhat of a, an adventurous lifestyle. I lived in several different cities. I lived overseas in Germany for a while. And I, I deployed to, you know, various areas where we had uh, a military presence. And so it just was a, a different type of career path where I could be a pharmacist, but also have a little adventure at the same time. That's really cool. That That's really cool that, you know, you kind of continue doing, uh, you know, uh, what you what your dad did uh, being in the army and then now you are able to do to do that as well plus your your side of the clinical side as well uh and and then you know like the one of the things i also noticed uh when you were uh, just reviewing like uh, your experience was that you did complete a lean six sigma project and i do want to ask about that because you know lean six sigma is um it's not not everyone in informatics has that experience although it is very I think it's very important to uh, understand that. So can you kind of give a little bit about um, what your experience with that was uh, even before you went into the informatics field? Because this was during the U.S. Army time, right? Um, I got exposure to Lean Six Sigma at, at one of my um, assignments in the military. Uh, it was something that the the Army had rolled out as a process improvement uh, project philosophy. And I didn't know anything about it, never heard of it. But I was in a position where I was able to take uh, the training. And really, since then, I you know, I have to admit that I haven't used it in a real formal sense since then. But it gave me a very good uh, sense of uh, doing things in a more efficient manner, streamlining processes, getting rid of non-value added steps. And those sorts of things um, sort of helped me in my decision-making process as I went through different, you know, positions as a leader down the road. Um, you know, at the time I was doing the training, I really wasn't in a pharmacy position. I was actually doing some teaching at um, our technician training program in San Antonio. And this, taking the Lean Six Sigma courses were just sort of a side project. And we were doing things like, um, you know, trying to just, trying to find ways to move trainees through the program more efficiently, get rid of, um, you know, a lot of the bureaucracy that's, that the government is known for. Um, and it, it was good. It was good training. And it's, it's been good training since then in, in, in terms of helping me approach problems that, uh, that we all encounter, you know, like I said, trying to be more efficient, more effective, more cost efficient um, in our processes day to day. Awesome. Yeah, I think like having those principles in mind really helps for, um, you know, operations, but you know, in, in terms of the informatics and technology space as well, um, that that's also very important. And can you kind of just go over about like, uh, where was kind of like your first uh, steps of like being involved in those technology processes? Sure. Yeah, well, it's I, like I said at the beginning, when I was going through pharmacy school, we didn't have cell phones, um, you know, Personal computers were, were just coming on scene. 
at my first job as a pharmacist, I didn't even have a personal computer at my desk. We had a pharmacy information system that we used to fill prescriptions. And if that thing went down, uh, we had to fall back on a typewriter. And so over the course of several years from 92 to probably 2000 or so, the, the, the technology acquisition in my career path in my, with my employer, who was the Army, uh, just skyrocketed. I mean, we went from, you know, finally learning how to use computers to, and, and PowerPoint and all that stuff to transitioning to more sophisticated pharmacy information systems, and then slowly but surely adding automation into the pharmacy practice. So things to help us be more efficient in filling prescriptions, automated dispensing cabinets came on board back in the day, back then. Um, and so I got involved in it out of necessity. You know, I call it on the job training. I had to learn it uh, in order to be, um, you know, to help move the organization forward. We all had to learn it kind of on the fly. Uh, we had to learn, we had to, to meet with vendors that, that, that had the latest and greatest in technology. And so I became more and more interested in the automation in a way to make the pharmacy operation as efficient as possible. And so, and I could say even from then to now, my focus has been more on the, the, the hardware and the automation, the software that drives the automation. That's kind of my niche in information technology. The data analytics, I got into that some you know, just because now this automation produced a great deal of data and we had to learn to, to sift through that data and make better decisions about what we were doing. But, you know, I, there are people now that are so much better at it than I am because that's more of a focus now. There's so much data that's being collected and so much data that needs to be analyzed and, and used to make, you know, healthcare safer and more efficient that some of it's just gotten way out of, way out ahead of me. But, you know, nowadays there are even residencies in information technology. And, and back then, back when I started, none of that was really available. And so um, I, I have to say that I learned it all on the job. Um, I learned it from, from people that were smarter than me that, that, and we, you know, we got together and we kind of hashed out, a, tried to hash out a solution to a particular problem. And I just got more and more interested in it as I went along and found that it was something I was better at. And it was, it was more in my, um, I was more inclined to that kind of work than, than being a clinical pharmacist walking around with the docs and, you know, making, uh, you know, drug decisions instead. So that's how I got here. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of leads into uh, today where uh, you've been in your current role for four years and or over four years, actually. So can you kind of go over a little bit more about like what your, you know, your current role is and your, your responsibilities? Sure. I'll back up just a little bit. You know, I got done with my army career in 2014. And when I left, I was, I was without a job. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I knew what I didn't want to do. Uh, I didn't want to go into the retail space and fill prescriptions. I didn't really want to, um, I didn't really want to go back to the hospital and just work in, in a hospital pharmacy either. And so I started with a, a company called Express Scripts, which was a, a pharmacy benefits management company. Um, which again used a lot of data analytics to look at uh, prescriptions and things like that. And then uh, a couple of years after that, I got picked up by a medical device company that that makes automated dispensing cabinets. And so, uh, which was really kind of right in my wheelhouse. Uh, and so uh, I started doing that about four years ago. And now I serve as a clinical consultant to our sales team. And my job is to go in to hospitals uh, that are looking to acquire some automation, 
look at their workflow, see what sort of problems they're trying to solve, and just use some of my experience as a pharmacy operations leader to uh, help them make decisions on the types of automation that uh, would best suit their operation. I like that you touch upon about your experience being uh, being important. I think one of the things that I've I've heard from students who are pretty green to the field is that they, they want to get into informatics uh, right away. And that's sometimes a challenge because, you know, if you're coming out of school, you don't have the operational experience yet. Yeah. Can you kind of go into a little bit more detail about, I guess, what it is about your experience uh, being a director, being in the pharmacy operations and admin? How did that help inform you for, you know, your current role today and just help you be successful in that role as well? Yeah, I've I've actually heard that from from younger pharmacists as well. As they want to go straight into a, a specific niche in automation or information technology, and and I can tell you that you you will never be as effective in that role if you don't have just frontline you know pharmaceutical uh, you know pharmacy experience, uh, understanding how an inpatient pharmacy operates what the challenges of the leadership is when it comes to managing the, the pharmacy budget, personnel, learning a relationship with the nursing staff. Nurses are a big part of the, the med distribution process, and, and you've got to understand what their priorities are in addition to what the pharmacy priorities are. And you just can't, you can't jump into automation and information technology without that background in, in day-to-day operation. You know, you got to you got to crawl first, you got to walk and then, and then you got to run afterwards. And in, in the job that I'm currently in, they won't even consider you for a position if you haven't been in the system, if you haven't been in operations for 10 years or more. So that just gives you a sense of what they expect when it comes to uh, a position that is going to advise customers on automation and information technology. You, you got to know why people need automation. You got to know what sort of challenges uh, they're up against what sort of problems they're trying to solve, and your personal experiences go a long way when when you're advising people in that regard. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Um, I, I think like if you had to like break it down, right? If someone was to ask you, you know, how much of your day to day are you using your clinical experience? and applying it and how much of your day today is more of like um, administrative or pharmacy versus operational pharmacy. That's, that's way I, that's what I do. You know, operational pharmacy is, is, you know, that, that managing the supply, the, the drug supply and the distribution and sort of analyzing the data around usage, you know, what, what items are used more, uh, you know, the supply chain disruptions, uh, are always a challenge. You know, how are you going to, um, you know, mitigate the fact that uh, a drug that is commonly used is, is not available in the short term, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, and I guess getting to back to your question is what percentage of time, you know, I spend, my, my clinical background um, allows me to talk intelligently with nurses and providers in hospitals about the challenges they have with, you know, managing control substances versus, you know, non-control meds and uh, how do they store or manage compounded items and things like that. And then, you know, probably I'd say 15 or 20 percent of the job is understanding that side of it. And then the rest of it is, okay, what what's out there to help you solve these problems? What, what sort of hardware can you put in to complement 
your goals for you know managing medications um, in, in a more effective way. So, because you have a very uh, specific experience with the operations for inpatient, and do you also uh, get to discuss with clients in the outpatient side or on the ambulatory side, or is it more like focused for your role today? I actually have some pretty extensive outpatient experience um, in our in my role in the military. The healthcare system is is a is big, somewhat complicated. It, it takes care of a lot of patients, and a lot of it, most of it, I would say, is is outpatient type of healthcare, outpatient pharmacy, ambulatory care, and you know day to day doctor's visits and things like that. And so I have experience in both. And while my current job is primarily inpatient hospital side, we do have a presence in the ambulatory side, but it's mostly about, again, making the outpatient pharmacy more efficient in terms of getting prescriptions to patients, cutting down on errors, just managing supply and inventory a little bit better. So, um, so we do a little bit of both, but it's, it's probably heavy on the, on the inpatient side. I see. I see. So, so your role as clinical consultant now, like, I, I guess, like, what are some of the you've you kind of mentioned about your experiences and how they kind of helped you and um, uh, been able to inform you on on your role today. Uh, what do you think about like certain skills? Are there special skills or um, traits that you believe people uh, should have that would help them with uh, this type of role? You know, your your basic understanding internal networks. Uh, you know, there's a big relationship in automation and IT with the with the IT department within a hospital. Um, and I don't think you necessarily need to know, you know, all the fine details of, of managing a hospital network, but you just need to understand uh, enough to be able to communicate with, you know, different interrelated departments within the hospital. So your IT guys are going to ask a lot of questions about, you know, um, security and, you know, that sort of thing. There's, you know, basic computer skills of, of understanding spreadsheets and, and, you know, how information is gathered and sorted and, and managed. And again, that's kind of getting into the data analytics piece, which, which you know, is not my strongest skill set, but, you know, more in the automation side. I, when I was uh, a pharmacy operations leader, I got involved in installing automation uh, for outpatient pharmacy dispensing, you know, companies like Script Pro and Parada um, got involved in managing automated dispensing cabinets of, from various companies. And so I, again, through on-the-job training, I just sort of learned how to project manage those sorts of things. And that's, you know, probably helpful skill is to understand all the people and all the different departments that have to be involved in installing and managing and maintaining equipment. You know, it's it's not as easy as uh, you know, calling up a vendor and saying, "Yeah, we'd like a robot in our pharmacy. Come in and, and plug it in, and we'll be in we'll be in business." You know, lots of other people have to be involved in the in uh, the design and the uh, in the setup of of an automated system, no matter what it is. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Uh, I was uh, if somebody you know was looking to get into the field, like if they're you know maybe they're a student right now and they're trying to figure out how to get into the the healthcare IT side. But or maybe they're, you know, a pharmacist and they've been working for uh, many years and they want to, you know, kind of like a career change. Uh, do you have any specific advice for those type of people? Well, again, if you're a new pharmacist, I would I would um, gain some experience 
in just general pharmacy management and pharmacy operations. Get into uh, an inpatient pharmacy that, that already has some automation and, and learn how to use the equipment, uh, learn the pros and cons of, of automation. You know, there are lots of, uh, lots of resources out there on the, on the internet and whatever that kind of can give you some exposure to the different vendors and the different technologies that are on horizon gain some general experience in that regard. And, and, you know, I know nowadays in inpatient pharmacy operations, they'll usually have a pharmacist or a team that, you know, their job is to help uh, maintain uh, the automation and help run reports and help manage the data that comes out of those devices and try to get some exposure in that area. Again, if you've been in the pharmacy business for a while, uh, you probably have already been exposed to that to some degree. I, I can't think of any place right now that doesn't have some you know, data analytics or pharmacy information technology that's being deployed, uh, whether it's um, you know, stuff in the pharmacy itself or whether it's you know, a, a sophisticated EMR that the hospital is using to uh, manage patients. You know, you have, outside of doing a specific residency or specific training in that, the, the, the best way to get it is you know, on the job, you know, learning as much as you can and you know, asking to do things uh, that uh, gives you some exposure to the data that's being collected by these devices. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that uh, advice. Uh, but if anyone had like specific questions for you, maybe about your career or just further questions about like your current role, uh, what's the best way that they can reach out? Uh, they can reach out to me via email if, if that's what you mean. Uh, you know, I, I certainly don't have any problem talking to somebody who's looking to get into a different niche within pharmacy. Um, see if it's if it's right for you, and you know, see what what you're interested in for sure. Awesome, awesome. So I'll be putting your email into the show notes for the listeners. So if the listeners you want to reach out, uh, go ahead and email. Uh, but to be respectful of your time, I'd like to thank you again so much for being on the podcast today and sharing more about your journey and your career path. Well, thank you for having me. Alright, if you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy and me and remember technology is a tool patient care is the goal